welcome to another episode of It's Abundance the Podcast. Last week we launched our very first episode of 2024 and we talked about New Year's goals and New Year's resolutions. So if you haven't checked out that episode, go do so first. This week we have a very, I don't know what kind of episode. I've had this episode planned for a long time. Actually, I've had the next six weeks of episodes planned out. But the Lord in his kind way is testing me and my issue with desire to control and that is not happening this week but he has put something else on my heart and I think he has prepared a mind and a heart for me to share this with you today so I'm excited and I know that the Lord has a plan for this episode and has a plan for you who chose this episode who chose this title for who knows why you're here and I think that God is going to work in your heart today, and I don't even know what that looks like, but I think he knows, and he has a plan for it, so I'm excited. I'm excited to deliver it to you, and I know that I'm I'm going to make mistakes, but I know that God can work miracles through my mistakes, so I'm excited to dive into today's episode. I don't really have an introduction for you guys. Actually, now that I think about it, we have a group on Facebook. It's called the Abundant Co. Community, and I just want it to be a place where we can go and give encouragement but also go and take encouragement we can share ways that god's working in our life um, ways that we're struggling i just want it to be a place where we can grow together so you can find the link for that i'll put it in the description but it's also over on instagram but yeah i think that's all i have for an introduction today i am excited to see where this goes we're talking about permission to feel which is an interesting topic in and of itself and the fact that the Lord has put it on my heart this week is also really crazy but I just think that there are so many people that feel the need to apologize for our feelings or our emotions and I just I want to talk about it and I want to share the way that God has been forming my brain to prepare for an episode like this that I wasn't even thinking about preparing for so yeah that's what the framework of this episode is going to look like and we'll just see where it goes And yeah, with that, let's just dive into this episode. All right, so like I said, I just want to talk about permission to feel today. I want to talk about emotions and this weird thing that I think we as humans do, guys and girls, is we feel guilty for our feelings and our emotions. And it's just so weird to say it out loud, but we feel guilty for the way that we feel. And I think that the root of this is because we're labeling things as good and bad. So being happy or being excited for things is a happy thing, is a good thing. And being angry or being sad is labeled as a bad thing. And I think that we're just like, we're walking around with our head held low when God intended us to walk with it high. And it's not in a prideful or an arrogant way. It's like either you're walking around with your head held high because you're confident and you're arrogant and you're prideful, or you're walking around with your head held low because you're insecure, sad, and frustrated. (laughs) Like there's just like no in-between for us. And this all leads to this thing that I wish I could say I didn't do, but is apologizing when you're sad or you're crying or you're feeling a certain way. We apologize for emotions. Like, how often do you sit there and you're like, I'm sorry, like you're crying and you're like upset about something. I'm sorry for feeling this way. I'm sorry that I'm like all out of sorts. And like that in itself, it's like, I'm sorry because my stuff isn't tied up with a bow. I don't know. I really think it comes from perfection. I think that we're all striving to be perfect, even if we're not 
quote unquote perfectionist, we're all like striving to meet a certain something. And so then when we don't have it all together and we break and we, because we need people, we suddenly feel the need to apologize. And I just think it's interesting because the Bible like doesn't say that emotions are weaknesses. It says, come all who are weary and burdened and broken. It encourages emotions. It's just ironic. God like gave us emotions and he gave us the ability to express them. But I think we just feel like we're burdening others, which I wish that wasn't true for me, but I do that so often. And, and I just think that this week God has just been like, Addy, look at like, look at yourself, look at what you're doing. You're, are you insecure? Are you trying to be perfect? Why are you trying to be perfect? What's also funny is that if you think about it and you think about your friends or the people that are around you, you want them to be honest and share their emotions. You want them to like not hold anything back. You're like, how are you? No, how are you really? Like, how are you really doing? I want to know. Like, I want to be close to you and I want to, I want to help you. But when it comes to us, we only want to share like surface level stuff and the stuff that's good or the stuff that looks pretty. We seem to easily be able to handle everybody else's emotions and everybody else's issues. But then when it comes to our own, we're like fearful that other people can't handle it or maybe we can't handle ourselves enough to be able to rely on others and and seek others for support like nobody is shaming us for these feelings except for ourselves nobody is shaming you for your emotions except for you so when we're saying like I'm sorry for crying or I'm sorry for feeling this way or I'm sorry that I keep talking about this why not why don't we just like shift that into saying thank you for listening I think that that is going to help us shift our mindset from being perfect to needing people. Because Galatians 6, 2 says, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. So rather than making everything perfect, the, the word, the Bible just says, like, bring it to those people. Bring it to that circle of people that are going to help you and support you. When we're when we allow others to carry our pain with us, we're allowing them to fulfill the word. Like, don't you not want to, like, hold them back from that fulfill the word of god is by allowing them to carry your burdens with you i think we just we want everything to be neat and wrapped up with a bow before we present it before that circle of people that are going to love care and hold on to those burdens with us and walk with them but also help us release them at the same time like why are we not allowing that to happen why do we have to apologize for the way that we feel when really they could be walking alongside us and guiding us back to the father but now circling back to like the root of the emotions or the emotions itself, like, yes, they are very important. And to figure out why you feel this way, like why you feel happy or why you feel angry or sad or frustrated or, or anxious, that's important. But even more so, I think it's what we do with the emotions that are going to have a really big effect on our life and our relationships on earth, but also our relationship with the Lord. So as I got to thinking about how we label our some of our emotions as good and bad, you know, like I said in the beginning, being happy and being joyful and excited are quote-unquote good emotions. And then when we're feeling anxious or frustrated or upset, those are quote-unquote bad emotions. So I think that when we feel those bad emotions, it's an indicator that we're maybe distant from God or we're distant from a, in communication with Him. So it's what we do in those situations that matter the most and are going to have the biggest effect. So 
what are you doing with the emotions? Are you taking it to your For You page? Are you taking it to your Instagram feed? Are you taking it to your boyfriend? Are you taking it to your friend group? Is it a good friend group? So the place that we take those emotions and the things that we do with them and the way that we go about trying to solve them is going to affect the duration in which it lasts and it's going to affect the effect it's going to have on your relationship with Jesus. Now let me explain that last bit. Your relationship with Jesus has an effect on your life. When you are in communication with God, you see how your life plays out. You see a peace, an unexplainable peace. You see um, restoration. You see joy rather than happiness. We see all of these things with a relationship with Jesus. Now, where we take the negative emotions, so if we're taking it to the 40 page, if we're taking it to a gossip group, if we're taking it to an, a place that isn't going to strengthen your relationship with Jesus, it's going to have an effect on your life in general. So where we take it is going to have an effect on how being in relationship with Jesus affects your life. Now that was a hot mess and I hope it makes sense. <laughs> okay, wait, I have an example. So like, say you get in a fight with your boyfriend and you take that anger and that heartache and that frustration to a friend group and these friends are obviously on your side right they're girl power like yes this is my friend of course they're going to back you up and so they're spitting out all of these affirmations and validating your feelings and your side of the story without even taking into account your boyfriend's side of the story and that relationship that you guys have because that is your partner and that is your relationship. But your friends, you've brought your friends into it and now they're going to spit out things that are going to validate you because they're your friends. So this over time is going to turn into habits of pride and self-righteousness that is not only going to play out in your dating life, but it's also going to play out in other areas of friendships and relationships it could also lead to breakup that didn't need to happen in, with that boyfriend. If there was more humility in seeking the word through those feelings, maybe it didn't need to happen. Maybe it could have been restored. So I think bottom line here, oops, I think bottom line here is just that we really need to ask ourselves that in these messy emotions and, and in this struggle, like where are we going to take these things? Where are we going to take these emotions? Do we really want to take them to social media and scrolling through your 40 page? Do you really want to take them to your friend groups and just share what's on your heart and have them validate you? Do you really want to take it to parties and go drinking and smoking and just numb the pain and just fill it with things that are never going to satisfy you? Or are we going to run to the author and perfecter of our faith who is the ultimate healer, who is just going to meet us where we're at? Where do we want this to go? And yes, emotions are an indicator to run to the Father, but they're also an indicator of pain. Like, let's be honest here. It hurts. It's painful when we feel something and we don't feel like we can share it with anybody. When we injure ourselves, we feel pain in an area, right? You hurt your finger, you hurt your toe, you hurt your arm, you're like, you feel pain in an area. And this is an indicator that you're wounded. But when someone is wounded, we don't, we don't question their pain or say that they're stupid for feeling that way. So why do we do it to ourselves? Why do we, like, why do we like get upset with ourselves when we're feeling sad or feeling frustrated? Like, let's just allow ourselves to feel it. Like, we literally have permission to feel. We have been given it by God 
to feel a certain way. Let's not be embarrassed or feel like we're burdening others. Like, just because we have burdens, like, just because we have that pain and that baggage doesn't mean that that's who we are. We talk about identity so much, but you are not your burdens. You are not your pain. You are not your past. My mom talked about that. You are a child of God, and you have been chosen, and you have been called for a purpose. And Matthew 11... Matthew eleven twenty eight says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart and will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Like, let's run to him unashamed. Right? Like, those emotions are an indicator that we need God, but they're also an indicator that we have pain. And that is okay. So like right now, if there is somebody listening that you're just like, I don't feel like I can share my hurt and my pain right now. I just want to tell you that right now, you have permission to be sad. And you also have permission to have joy. If there is something that just happened in your life and you want to share about it, share with a thankful and a grateful heart because that is also an emotion that God has given you. What I want to be able to do is just let it be okay that I have burdens and that I have pain. I don't want to let it become me, but I also don't want to always feel the need to have it wrapped up in a pretty bow before I bring it before anybody. And I also, I do that with God. I feel like I need to have everything wrapped up in a nice present, all of my stuff, like here, here God, I figured it out here on earth, so here's a gift for you. Somewhere he says, let me find it. Okay, never mind. I couldn't find it, but whoa, this is such a beautiful God moment. I just like opened my Bible to look for a verse and I just realized that I read this this morning. It's Matthew chapter nine and this is the calling of Matthew. As Jesus went on from there, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the tax collector's booth. Follow me, he told him and Matthew got up and followed him. While Jesus was having dinner at Matthew's house, many tax collectors and sinners came and ate with him and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? On hearing this, Jesus said, It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. But go on and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. For I have not come to call the righteous, but the sinners. Now, you guys, if this is not such an encouraging verse for you, like, he does not need you to bring your pretty wrapped needs to him. He is saying, I am here for you who doesn't have it all together. I am here for you who is sick and burdened and, and angry and frustrated and in so much pain from your past. He is there for you who wants nothing to do with him. He wants to be there for you, and he wants to eat at a table of plenty with you. Matthew was a tax collector. I feel like I am often a tax collector. But Matthew got up and followed Jesus. He didn't wait until he was no longer a tax collector. Actually, he left the booth. He basically just like quit on the spot and chose to follow Jesus. So say you're stuck in a job right now and you're just feeling angry and you're feeling so anxious in it. You don't have to wait until you've put in your two weeks to go to the Father. 
you don't. You, you can go right now. And maybe you're in school and you're feeling frustrated. You don't have to wait until you're graduated to go to the Father. You can bring your anxiety and you can bring your emotions and feelings to him right now. Maybe you're in a sport and that sport is really frustrating you right now and you don't know what you're going to do after high school. Bring it to him now. Don't wait until you've figured it out because you're not going to figure it out. You will never find the amount of satisfaction that you can get in Christ on your own. Here and later in Matthew 9, towards the end of the chapter, it says, Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in the synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them, because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. He is watching you, and he is watching your shame and your brokenness control your every move, and he has compassion on you because he wants you. He wants your heart, and he wants you to pursue him in the way that he is pursuing you. Lord, we are so lost, and we are these lost sheep that need a shepherd. So, Lord, right now, anybody that is listening, their career, their job, their friends, their boyfriend, their fear of the future, Lord, right in their hands, in this, in my hands, Lord, I lay at your feet everything that I cannot control. Father, I have tried, I have tried everything in my power to make it work out the way I wanted to. This podcast episode is not going the way I thought it would today, but Lord, it is in your hands and there is nothing I can do about it. My anxiety about the future, Lord, it is in your hands. Would you take this from me as I lay it and surrender it at your feet? There is no amount of fear in my body that is going to change your will, Lord. I know that you are able of doing miracles. Lord, if you are willing, would you take this from me and fill me with peace so unexplainable? that I would be able to walk before you and come before you with my emotions. Not neatly wrapped, but Lord, raw, because you want me as I am. You have chosen me. Lord, help me to be so confident that I don't need to figure it out on my own. Help me to be confident in you and know that I need you, Father. Meet me where I cannot today. Meet me where I cannot this week, this month, in this year. You are more than able, and I have faith that you can move mountains. Fill me with your spirit, Lord. You are so, so good. All right, you guys. I hope this episode wasn't like too chaotic or too crazy, and I hope it made sense. But I just feel like I really, really have faith that God is going to meet me in those mistakes and I'm excited to see what he does for you and I would love for you to reach out to me and if you have any questions or you just want to share who you are I love 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 to hear from you guys and if there's anything specific that you want to hear on the podcast I would also love to hear that and yeah you should probably go follow the Instagram page because we may or may not be having something super exciting happening in the next few weeks So yeah, I love you guys so much and thank you for your grace in my chaotic episode today. I love you guys so much and I am so incredibly grateful. I will see you next week.